um, someone that we all know and love. She's someone that carries the Spirit of God. I've never known someone in my life, no, come on, come down, that always has a word from God. If you speak to Joyce, she says, oh, you know, I was praying this week and God said this. You know, we've, we have the privilege of being working with her when we're in the schools team. And Joyce has just got, you know, the Bible says a heart after God. Joyce has a heart after God. And we are so blessed, Joyce, to have you share with us today. Know that you felt, felt like God gave you a word for us. So we really um, want to receive that. So I just want to pray blessing over you. Yeah, Jesus, we thank you for Joyce. God, we thank you for how she has sought you out um, in her life time and time again. Thank you that, God, as we, yeah, as we listen today, we pray that we would receive this word from you. Pray that you would anoint Joyce, anoint her words, God. Yeah, we pray that you would bless this time in Jesus' name. Amen. Good morning, everyone. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> Of course, yeah, I have to start like that. Good afternoon, everyone. Uh, and Merry Christmas. I, I think this is officially the first time I've said Merry Christmas. I haven't said it again. So Merry Christmas uh, to everyone. So I'm sure you're all excited. I'm sure the children are all excited for Christmas. I'm not sure about the adults, if they're panicking a little bit <laughs> or not thinking. But today is wonderful because we are really talking about the true message uh, of, of Christmas. Uh, but before I start, I'd like to share with you a little story that I heard once. And it's a story of this little boy. He was eight years old, and he was very excited because his birthday was coming. And so he, he really wanted a bike. So every night he would kneel by his bed and say, God, please give me a bike. God, please give me a bike. Every night he would make this prayer. And then his birthday arrived, and he goes to the living room, no bike. Oh, so he was really disappointed. So, you know, he thought, oh, maybe I will get it at Christmas. And Christmas was really close to his birthday, only two weeks away. So in the evening, he went to his bed. He knelt down and he said, Jesus, please give me a bike for Christmas. But then he thought, hmm, I prayed that for my birthday and I didn't get it. You know, that prayer didn't work. So he gets up, walks around the house, goes to his nativity set, steals the little figurine of Jesus, of, of Mary, wraps it up in a cloth, goes back to his bed, kneels by his bed, and he prays, Jesus, if you want to see your mother again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we are all excited about gifts. Yes, Eddie told me that years ago. <laughs> I stole it. Yeah, we are all excited about presents. Yeah, we, we are all are. You know, we know that presents are not really a part of Christmas. Okay, we know Christmas is not officially in the Bible. But what an excuse to show love to one another on a Christmas day. But today we are going to talk about the gift of Jesus. You know, and I really want to unpack that. Uh, and I really hope, I've been thinking about these things for a long time. <laughs> for a few weeks at least. And I really hope that, you know, the message I will share will touch you the same way that has, uh, has touched me. Um, so, some time ago, like, great, um, Charles had already asked me to, to share, but I hadn't started preparing. There was a word that I, I read in Genesis 27, 27. And the whole chapter, if you go and read it, is about how uh, Isaac um, blessed Jacob. And we know it's a bit of a sneaky story, you know, how, how it happens. 
But there was one verse that really, really stood out for me. It's from uh, Genesis 27, 27. The, here, Jacob comes. I mean, he's, you know, he wants to look like Esau. But anyway, there is something that Isaac says. He says, ah, the smell of my son is like the smell of a field that the Lord has blessed. I'll read it again. Ah, the smell of my son is like the smell of a field that the Lord has blessed. Now, if we are city people, like most of us, maybe we find this, we find this verse a bit weird. <laughs> okay, so oh, you smell like a field. But this was something amazing. You know, Isaac said this to Jacob, to, to Jacob, uh, like really with all his love, because like the field, you know, represented everything. You know, and, and um, Jacob was carrying this. And when I read this, I just had this feeling of God, like, smelling us and going, oh, like, you smell so good. I, I think we, we do this with babies, don't we? How many of us have smelled hope? <laughs> okay, of all the people around, you know. And it, it's this smell, and it's not the smell of, of the perfume of the bath soap or, you know. I'm sure that Jacob didn't smell of Christian Dior or Versace. I mean... Come on, you know, it was the smell of the field of animals. But it was something great. And I had this picture of God the Father smelling me like, ah, oh, Joyce, you smell so good. You know, and he sees everything of me. You know, he sees me at all times. You know, it's not like we all look like perfect on a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> you know, we have a good day. We have our bad days. You know, we have the days where we are proud of ourselves. You know, some days we are not proud of ourselves. But God, you know, comes to us and says, oh, you smell like my son smells like the field that the Lord has blessed. And I was thinking about this kind of love, so big, so huge. Uh, the verse in Ephesians uh, chapter 3, verse 17, 18, that we know very well. I, Paul says, I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the saints to grasp how long and high and deep is the love of Christ, and to know that this love surpasses knowledge. So this, the love that we are celebrating today and over these days of Christmas is something that knowledge doesn't understand. Okay? Sometimes we are lovable, sometimes we are less lovable, <laughs> sometimes we feel a connection with people, even with people that we help out, sometimes we feel a connection. Some other people that we have, we don't feel that connection. But this is like our human love. God loves surpasses understanding, surpasses knowledge. It's like, why? You know, why, why do you love me? And, you know, we have all sinned, the Bible says, and have sh fallen short of the glory of God. All of us, you know. Even Jacob, you know, he had been sneaky there. But still, like the father said, oh, you smell like the field that the Lord has blessed. This is the type of love that today we want to celebrate, you know, and I, you know, I would like to, just for a second, I'll just pause, I'll just literally three seconds, think of someone in your life, you know, a relative, a colleague, a, a, a um, um, neighbor, somebody that you don't find so lovable, you know, but think with the, with the heart of God, ah, the smell of my son is like the smell of a field that the Lord has blessed. Just think of a moment of someone that you don't feel that way.
And I would encourage you during the week to have this thought over and over again. You know, this is how, you know, God doesn't have any favoritisms. You know, he treats us all the same. And so, you know, let's grasp this from God this week. I don't know if you've ever seen the series uh, of God's Not Dead. Who's seen this, these films? It's a series of three movies. Yeah. If you haven't watched them, do. You know, my, my daughters love them. And we have watched them over and over again. Uh, there is one scene in God's Not Dead, number two, that there is a fa the father that greets his daughter. His daughter is a grown-up lady, and she's going through a, a tough time. And the dad says, I love you. And while well, she goes to bed, and she says, I love you too. And the dad replies, love you first. And it's such a touching phrase. And this is a God that we have, that he loved us first. It doesn't matter how much we, we try to go to God, and we do everything. He loved us first. And he loved us when we were in a mess. You know, he loved us when we were, not, we were sinners, like the, the words that the Bible uses. He, he loved us when... You know, we were not all tidied up and doing the right thing and being kind to people. He loved us when we didn't. We were not lovable or looked lovable. I would like to do a little presentation um, that we have used a lot uh, in our schools. But this time I can give you the whole <laughs> message. <laughs> okay. Yeah. If the kids want to come to the front, I've made it today a bit more... If the kids want to come to the front, I'm going to do something a bit different. Shah, would you mind holding the microphone? Okay, so what, what am I holding here today? Money. How much is it? Five pounds, exactly. Now, what can you buy with five pounds? A toy, yeah. What else? Some sweets, yes, very good. So you can buy a toy, you can buy some sweets. What about now? Look what I'm doing. What can you buy? Buy money, yes. What can we buy? Toy, yes, we can still buy toy, we can still buy sweets. Now, what about if I drop it on the floor and I step on it? What can we buy? We can still buy toys and we can still buy sweets. We can buy a McDonald's, yeah? We can still use it, okay? So I scrunched it up, I stepped on it. Okay, shall we do something a bit more disgusting? What about... What about if I pour some ketchup on it? Oh. No. No? Do you think so? Do you think we can, we can still uh, buy some toys? What about some mayo? What about some oregano? I couldn't leave oregano from home. <laughs> what about? Yeah? And lastly, a little bit of pepper. <laughs> okay, now, the only thing you can't do is eat it. But actually, you can use it. You can still buy the sweets. 
and you can still uh, buy a toy. Do you want to know why? Do you want to see the proof of it? I can still wash it. Look, I can still wash it. I can dry it. Okay, and we still have a five pound, five pound note. We can still use it. We can still take it to the shop. Now, I don't know if you understand the meaning of, of this, but I will tell you. So this is our life, okay? Our life has got value, it's special, because it's the life that Jesus gave us. But then sometimes some things can happen, okay? Some people might not be very kind to us, yeah? And they do things that may make us feel all uncomfortable. Some people say words, so, or some people even kick us, yeah? And they make us feel so uncomfortable. But we still have value because Jesus made us. But also sometimes it's not just about what people do to us. Sometimes we do things, yeah, that we call sin, but bad things. And we become all messy, like when we had the, the, the mayo or the ketchup. But there is somebody special that came to die for us, and his name is Jesus. And Revelation says, says that Jesus came to wash our sins through his blood. Okay, so Jesus washes our sins away. And this is really, really good news. Now, this is, I think, a really quite powerful message, and I hope it will, it will really ring a bell to us. There will be things in our life that people have done to us and make us feel like we are not worthy, worthy of love. But there is also our own sin, you know, our own mistakes, because all of us have done bad things. And it's not just the bad things. Sometimes we all have done bad things. We have all lied. We have all, you know, said the wrong thing. We have been unkind. And sometimes there is also some good that we haven't done. You know, maybe we haven't made that phone call that we could have made. We haven't given an encouragement to someone. We haven't maybe, you know, given some of our finances to someone when we were feeling that we needed that. And we really need Jesus in our lives. Now, today, what I would like to convey with you is, is to discover this wonder of Christmas. Now, the wonder of God. I started by saying how... Um, in, uh, with, with Isaac. Isaac really loved his son and he was like in awe of, of him. Like you smell so good. And this is the love that we have. This love that is so big, you know, it's so wide, so large, so deep that we can't understand. It surpasses all knowledge. We can see that Jesus has come to forgive us for all our sins. Now, in, uh, I'd like to read from Luke. We, we saw the story today. Uh, of, of Jesus, and Jesus comes to um, comes to the shepherds, and now the angel, the angel comes to come to sorry um, come to the the shepherds. So I will read from Luke two. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is a Christ, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and bring in a manger. 
lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard were amazed at what the shepherd said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. Amen. Amen. If we look at this story, there's a lot of amazement. There's a lot of joy. There's a lot of celebration. And today, we want to go back to this sense of amazement, of wonder. We don't want to lose the wonder of God. Now, uh, I, I have to mention hope again. <laughs> I have to mention my kids because they said, Mom, don't, don't. <laughs> so I use hope because she can't protest. <laughs> but... Hope, Hope received a little doll for her birthday, and when she looked at it, she went, oh, wow. She's going to say, wow, wow, wow. And this is what we want in our life with Christ. We want this, <laughs> we want this sense of wow. You know, we don't want to go a week without that. You know, we, we pray constantly for big miracles, and we have been praying for so many things. We have this long list of big miracles. We're praying for healings, for breakthroughs. So some breakthroughs have come, some haven't. But there's also the everyday blessing that God gives us. Now, something that is so, so special, and I really like, want to, to bring, bring life to it today, is what, we, what was prophesied by Isaiah 700 years before the birth of Christ. And he says, for, us, for to us a child is born... To us, a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulder, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Now, for Christmas, we always think of Jesus as a baby, okay? And I have fought a lot <laughs> against this thought because, you know, we, we, I like to, see, to think of Jesus as, a as, a, as, a, as an adult. <laughs> but today, I want to think him as a baby, and please don't laugh. <laughs> But I brought, okay, I brought a little baby, <laughs> I brought a little baby, okay, I hope I don't look too silly, <laughs> I'm sure I do, but what, what I want to convey is that this is the baby that was born 2,000 years ago, this is the baby that the shepherds went to worship, this is the baby that the three kings went to worship, this is the baby that then became the man and grew up and died for our sins. And what he was carrying in this little baby, when he was so little and the people were celebrating, he was already the counselor. He was the wonderful counselor. He was already the mighty God. He was the everlasting father. He was a prince of peace. And when I looked at this in my life, I thought, God, I really need all of these things. Now, at Christmas, you will notice there will be a disparity in presents. You know, some people will get the best phone ever. <laughs> some people will get, you know, like a cheaper phone, a cheaper version. You know, some people will get lots of presents, some people will get few, some people will get none. There will be a difference. 
But something that we all have in common is that this gift has been given to all of us. And, you know, the presents that we can get at Christmas will be fine. But, you know, I always like a nice new necklace, <laughs> a bracelet. But I will use them a little bit, you know. But this gift, this is what keeps me going. The counselor, you know, he, he is the person, you know, that will guide me. That will, you know, I don't know what to do. You know, when I shout, help God, I don't know what to do. He is the one that counsels me. He's the mighty God. You know, he's the one who can heal me, who can heal us. But we don't have any other solution. He is the one. And we all have it. He's been, he's been access to all of us. He's the everlasting father. You know, we, we need that. We need that in our life. He's the prince of peace. When we don't have peace, we lose our peace. The only thing, one of the things that God hasn't promised us is a life with no problems. You know, he said, in this world, you will have trouble. But... Have faith, have heart. I have overcome the world. We will have that, but we will also have all these things. So I just, just to help us remember, you know, the, the importance of, of this baby and how, you know, he is all, all of this. He was this already as a baby. I just want to share just a couple of testimonies like for, for us to understand better what this all means. And I'm sure... We all have stories, and please, let's encourage each other. I have been so blessed by people that tell me a story, and then I think, you know, God, you did that for them. God, you provided finances for them. I remember when we were praying for a house. I remember Sally had been praying for so many years for a certain amount of money. And I remember, God, you did it for Sally. You know, you can do it for us. Please, let's encourage. Let's all go, oh, oh, you know, let's have this sense of wonder. <laughs> My daughter's going to tell me. But let, let's encourage us this sense of wonder. You know, we, let's take advantage of Christmas, but let's keep doing it all the time. Last week, I, I shared with you how, you know, I was going to start a new job in the prison. And I gave you some examples of how God confirmed that step. And I was so blessed. So on month, last Monday, I started. And I started with, with the induction. And I had a week of induction. And oh boy, it was hard. <laughs> it was so, so hard. It wasn't, you know, I wasn't teaching. I wasn't with my team. Uh, I was with, uh, with, other, with other people that were starting work. So we, we had this induction from the prison, led by the prison. And for days and days, I heard so many bad stories, so many bad stories. And honestly, I, it got to Wednesday. Um, I went upstairs after dinner, I lied on my bed, and I burst into tears. And I said, God, I know, I'm not doubting that you, uh, you called me to do this. Because, I mean, you've, you've showed it to me. But it's so hard. <laughs> it's so hard, the stories. I have to be careful with so many things. Don't do this, don't do that, don't do this, don't do that. Be careful with this. You know, the safety, the, the mental well-being is so bad. <laughs> And I said, God, I don't know how I can do it. And I text a couple of people, and I really text. I don't know if he came across, but I was crying <laughs> when I was texting and just saying, it's really hard. But I pray and say, God, help. You know, the counselor, this is the counselor. You know, we're not alone. You know, we, God has blessed us with a family, and this is why it's good to call on each other. We, I don't have to, you know, be... Or, you know, face all the problems by myself. You know, I can ask for help. 
But the, the one who really helps us, you know, in the end is God. And the counselor, you know, listened to me. And it, the next morning, you know, I, I went to the, col to the college. <laughs> I need to learn to the prison. <laughs> and I was in the car park, and my heart was racing. Like, I never used to race when I went to proximity, you know, with the proximity team. My heart was racing. I said, God, <laughs> another day like this, you know. I don't know if I can do it. And, uh, but when we went in, uh, after we settled at nine o'clock, they said, oh, sorry, you know, the, the session has been canceled. So you will all have to go out for coffee or go shopping, do whatever you want, but come back at 1.30. So I thought, you know, I couldn't face a, a long coffee all morning in Chelmsford. So I asked if I could go, uh, go to my department, my education department, and I asked to speak if I could speak with my manager, I was going to have a meeting in the afternoon with her, so I wanted, I asked, I wanted to ask if I could see her in the morning, you know, and have our meeting instead. So I went there, and, uh, and then she said, oh, sorry, Joyce, I've got so many meetings, but you can go and, and um, shadow uh, an English lesson. And it was English as a second language, which is my bread and butter. Um, so I went there, and honestly, I loved it. I so loved it, and I so, so needed that. And um, yes, my antennas were high, you know. I was careful, you know, I was watching, what did they put in the pocket? You know, where, where's the green alarm, alarm button? I was careful, I needed to hear, I needed that induction, okay? I needed to hear all the scary bits, I needed that. But God knew, I saw I was getting overwhelmed, and other people were overwhelmed too. People had this on Monday, some on Tuesday. <laughs> we all went through it. Mine was on Wednesday. My but God, he's the father. You know, we read, he is the everlasting father. You know, I am a mom, I'm a wife, I'm a friend, you know, I help in church. But I needed somebody above me. And he is the everlasting, this is the everlasting father. He knew that I needed a break. And he looked after me. And I really thank him. So this is why these words for me, I've heard these words so many times. But this week they really came alive. And, uh, and I really thank God for that. And another testimony I want to give you, uh, my last one. I should have started with that one, actually. <laughs> I wouldn't have cried then. <laughs> but on Monday morning, after the first session, uh, so it was overwhelming. <laughs> but I still was excited, but it, it was overwhelming. And we, I had an hour and a half break. Um, and so I went for a walk. Uh, at the time, you know, with the other, the other people attending the course, they were not, uh, we, we hadn't bonded yet. <laughs> so we all went our own way. And on the way back, I said, oh, it seems like there's a walk, nice walk here among the, the trees. There's a mini forest here. I said, maybe I can get to the prison. So I asked a guy there if that was the way for the prison, like to go towards the prison. <laughs> and uh, I didn't have my phone on me because in prison you can't take the phone. So he said, yeah, yeah, you just go up to the top of the road. And, and, and the prison, and you, you know, that's the main road. So I get up to the top of the, of the road, and it took me a while. And then I couldn't see a prison. I couldn't recognize the road. So I see this old lady with a nice hat and all like, you know, sporty. And uh, so I said, excuse me, I'm, I'm just, uh, do you know where, I need to go towards the prison. I was still embarrassed to say, to the prison, <laughs> towards the prison. And, and she said, oh, I'm going that way. So you can come with me. So we started walking together. And we started a bit chatting. I was saying, oh, it's not easy to find parking, you know, a bit of just a small talk. 
And then it ends up that I say that I'm actually starting to work, I started working at the prison that day. And she said, oh, I'm going to the prison. I said, oh, yeah, what do you do? She said, I'm with Daylight. And I said, oh, are you Christian? She said, yeah, 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 I'm a volunteer chaplain. I said, oh, I said, I'm a Christian too. So we had a traffic light. And I said, I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian. And so I started asking her so many questions. I tell her that in the morning I had met the managing chaplain. And she said, oh, yes, she's a lovely lady. Then she told me about the service that we're going to have and how many prisons there were and how they pray for them. I was so happy, you know, and we walked to the prison. Actually, I thought that had been a shortcut, but it was actually, I had walked really far. But God wanted that meeting. And uh, we get to the prison half an hour before, and I say to her, do you mind if I pray for you? I think I'm a bit brave now <laughs> to pray in the streets. And I said, do you mind if I pray for you? And she said, oh, yeah, that'd be lovely, and I'll pray for you. So we are there standing in front of the main doors of the prison, and I'm praying for her that God will anoint her in this meeting. She's praying for me that I can teach and I can bring God. And I just felt God, you know. So, yes, I should have started with this story first, sorry. <laughs> because then things got hard. Then things got hard. And, you know, I got, on Monday I got home really super excited, like I get. And on Wednesday I was down. You know, I was down. But God met me. And this is a God that we have. You know, he, we have a God that, uh, you know, he's our counselor, everlasting father. He's in Prince of Peace. He gave me a peace. You know, I text Jane saying, you know, tears come in the night, the joy comes in the morning. You know, God ministered. And this is, this is the God we have. So... The way I would like to conclude today, <laughs> is let's not miss this Jesus. Let's not miss him. The shepherds met with him that day. They met with him. You know, shepherds were considered like really the least of all. And, and God chose to use shepherds to go and proclaim the good news. But other people missed him. The innkeeper missed Jesus. He had Jesus in his house. And he missed him. You know, Herod missed him. You know, in the future when Jesus grew up, you had a religious leader. They missed him. So let's not miss Jesus today. You know, Jesus is here. In the, when we read the story, the story says, today a child is born. I know, I know that that was 2,000 years ago. But can we just accept this for today? Today a child is born. So I, I would like us just to take a moment. And I would like you just to reflect on a moment. And, uh, you know, the relationship that we are invited to have with Jesus is amazing. You know, as I said, at Christmas we will receive different type of presents. Uh, sometimes maybe we'll even be disappointed. <laughs> or maybe we won't get anything. But we have a gift that is being given to us today, to all of us. So I would like us to just pray a little prayer. But we want to invite Jesus to really be our Savior today. And whether you're hearing this message for the first time today, or maybe today makes sense for the first time, or maybe, you know, we are already Christians, but I personally want to say this prayer again. You know, I just want really to confirm Jesus as my Savior. So if you, if you wish to close your eyes, you know, I will pray a prayer, and I'll pray slowly to give you time to, to pray with me. 
Maybe you can all repeat, repeat after me. I am sorry for the things I have done wrong in my life. I am sorry. I ask for your forgiveness. Thank you for dying on the cross for me to set to set me free from my sins. Please come into my life and fill me with your Holy Spirit and be with me forever. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. If you have prayed this prayer for the first time, you know, tell the person you came with, or tell Charles or Christy, tell a house church leader. Ask, you can tell anyone, or even if you wanted to recommit your life, if you need any support, you know, tell someone, and you know, let's um, let's discover again this wonder of Christmas. Let's encourage each other. You know, let's tell each other stories, let's be generous, you know, and let's really get to know this Jesus again.